Hello. Hello there. That was really fucking pop, like posh, wasn't it? Like, hello. Hello, darlings. It's like, do you remember Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes, hello, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, but no, we are back to murder this week. A murder must foul. Yes. Yeah, which, uh... I don't actually know what case you're doing today. No, and I'm I'm sure you have heard it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if you'll recognise it initially. Yeah. See, I'm not looking forward to next week when it's my turn. Cause, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm torn between two episodes yeah. to do. One of them is a crime one. Okay. And it's really, really, really oh, sad. I remember you saying, yeah. The other one is a non-crime one. <laughs> so I don't know which to go for. Like, do I bum everyone yeah. out? Or yes. do I cry on, <laughs> on film again? You've not done a crime one for ages. So it no. could be quite a nice like, change. Yeah. I have already got my next one picked out. Ooh, so, awesome. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Anyway. Um, yeah, this week, um, not the future ones, this week we <laughs> are looking at the murder of Holly Bobo. Yeah. Which every time I type this, well, not every time, when I started researching and typing this, it left by the end. But I always, like, kept on hearing Honey Boo Boo. Oh my god, I used to love the um, <laughs> Honey Boo Boo show. But it's just like, yeah, I think it's the Bo Bo to Boo Boo and then yeah, they both. Holly and Honey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was just like really jarring for a yeah. while. Oh, I was gutted when Honey Boo Boo stopped. I never watched it, <laughs> but yes. Um, despite the similarities in the name, um, they are actually very, very different. I would imagine so. One yes. is like a southern, like child pageant queen. Yes. Well, like she tried to be a pageant queen and then stopped. Yeah, uh, which I don't blame her over because it does seem quite a toxic. Yeah, and I think like once she was out there as well because she wasn't the smallest at the time. No, she didn't of, fit into what everyone thinks a pageant yeah, queen should be. There was a lot of toxicity towards yeah. her, a lot of pressure for her to lose weight. Yeah. She lost weight. There was toxicity about that. Yeah, just, and she oh. seemed like such a cool little kid. Like she's got such a personality. Yeah, but anyway, anyway we're not here for the Honey no, Boo Boo show. We're here for the Holly Boo Boo. <laughs> yes. Um, I also wanted to give a trigger warning um, okay. just at the start so I don't have to trigger warning throughout. Um, we will be talking about rape and ah. one suicide is mentioned. Lovely. So if you want to, listeners, not Becca, if you want to dip out of this episode, <laughs> I'm just gonna I go. won't hold it against I'm gonna you. I'm going to go pick my car up from the garage now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yet again, if we grab our timelines and we will go back to the start of Holly's life. Uh, I've actually got some limes on the table, <laughs> so we can grab some. Oh, over there. Oh yeah, yeah. the other table. <laughs> um, so yeah. Holly was born to Dana, which was her dad. Oh. Confused me a little bit because over here Dana is a yeah. feminine name. I used to have a rabbit called Dana. Okay. I love the name Dana because of Dana Scully. Ah, it makes me think of the um, song Dana by um, a band. I can't remember what band it is now. Um, yeah. I'm going to be really annoying and just like. I love the X Files, but I never wanted to be Scully, I wanted to be Mulder. Oh, see, I've never watched the X Files, so. and then I was so what? <laughs> yes, I have never oh my seen God. the X Files. But I was really bummed out because I wanted to join the FBI. That was my my like goal for life. But you can't join the FBI unless that like, you are a U.S. citizen national, like born in the U.S. And I was just like, well, there goes my fucking dream. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. It's like the president; <laughs> you have to have a American birth certificate. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> so it was, it's the same thing for the FBI, or it was when I looked. 
Um, but yeah, Dana was a tree surgeon, which is cool. Ooh. Um, and her mum, Karen, was an elementary school teacher, so like primary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the 12th of October 1990, that is when Holly made her way into the world. Oh. Um, she had an older brother, I believe, called Clint, who I think was born in 1985, so I think he was five years older than Holly. Okay. Um, and they lived in Darden, Tennessee. That's, yeah. <laughs> that was not a good one. <laughs> uh, it's like an hour and a half away from Nashville. So not that far from Nashville. No. Um, and they just like seemed really happy growing up as a family. Aww. They lived in a house that had like this long, windy driveway. Ooh. And it was set in a plot of land that had woods all around it. So I can just picture oh, it. Sounds perfect. I know. Um, there were no other houses close by either. Mm-hmm. It's just like so nice. Um, and Holly herself, she had always been like really focused at school. Mm-hmm. She worked really hard, and she was also involved with her community and her church. They're just like this little tight knit community. Yeah, it was really Aww. nice. Just one of those kind of like idyllic sort of yeah childhoods of growing up. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Um, she loved music, and she actually sang like in her church. Ah, and yeah, she just as I said, she just seemed like a lovely girl all around. She had just like a really close family. Mm. So after graduating from high school, to no one's surprise with how caring and lovely and genuine Holly was, she decided to study nursing at the University of Tennessee, so staying close to home as well. Aww. Oh, yeah. She's so sweet. Um, and yeah, this is where we will jump forwards to. Boing. <laughs> Love my sound effects. Reverse your timelines. Yes. <laughs> Um, so on the 13th of April 2011, Holly was about 20. No, she was 20 at this point. <laughs> she was about 20. No, she was 20. Yes. <laughs> um, and she was busy studying for an important nursing exam Ooh. that was going to be at 8 a.m. in the morning. Okay. Like, no, sorry. 8 a.m. is ridiculous for an exam. Yeah. 9 is pushing it yeah, for an exam. Yeah, 9 um, is, oh. yeah. That's the time that most exams, morning exams, would start. Which yeah. is shit, because they don't take into account people that are shit in the mornings. True. But then, <laughs> I guess, it gets out of the way, which I prefer. And that I'm is better true. in the morning. I hate <laughs> sitting around for an exam. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Holly obviously didn't. Um, she got up at 4.30am that day to do some last minute cramming. Oh, wow. No. (laughs) I am very much a person who is like, if I don't know it by the night before, then it's not going to go in now (laughs) and I'm going to like enjoy my, I'm going to like chill out. (laughs) I literally put that in there. I put, if you don't know it by that point, just don't because you'll just confuse your brain. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Um, but yeah, Holly wanted to get her last few hours in. Um, her dad left for work at 5.30, mm-hmm. which is normal, I guess, for a tree surgeon. Yeah. I mean, they've got to be up with the birds. Yeah, Troy leaves for work just after six. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and as he went out, he wished her luck. Aww. Holly's mum, she sorted out a pack lunch for Holly. Aww. She's so sweet. That is nice. Um, and she also made some berry muffins for them to share for breakfast. Aww. Oh, my adorable. God. Hang on. Is she living just in, like, a sitcom family? I like, know, right? I remember last week, I was like, what families have, like, a proper cooked breakfast no, no, before now. work? And now here we've got one where they're like, oh, we live in the woods and cook <laughs> muffins for breakfast. <laughs> 
Holly and her mum, they like always tried to make time in the morning like that, Aww. just so that they had some them time. So See, when I lived at home with mum, <laughs> I wanted to just eat my breakfast and read my book, and she'd always be trying to talk to me. And I'd be like, for God's sake, I want some quiet time before work. Oh, we just watched last night the weird supernatural episode where they are like in a sitcom all the way oh through. Oh my God, I love that one. With- and you find out that the trickster has been Gabriel all along. Yeah. What I know. the fuck? I know. I like how they did explain it to you though, because yeah. like he reveals that he's Gabriel and then about five minutes mm-hmm. later he's like, why did you think he always took such an interest? I was like, oh good, you have confirmed it. Because I remember going to Josh last night and was just like, was he always Gabriel? Yeah. The oh, Nutcracker! Oh yes, the Nutcracker! Oh, 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 damn. Yeah. I love the, like, hospital Doctor Sexy. <laughs> You're not Doctor Sexy. Doctor Sexy always wears cowboy boots. I thought you said you weren't a fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. I love it. That was so fun. He's having to do the surgery on Dean. and <laughs> Get me some tooth floss. <laughs> a pen knife. I don't need to. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and Sam with the herpes advert. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Oh, it was See, you're starting to like Sam's character a little bit more. No, I still hate Sam, but it was really? just hilarious to watch him squirm. Uh. <laughs> I'm, Dean is just, I swear Dean is my spirit animal, aside from the, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the like... Oh, the, oh like his uh, kind of yeah, there's, sex addiction. Yeah, the, prom, promiscuity. promiscuity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and I don't know, are you like as obsessed with pie as him? I do love pie and food and mm, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yes. yeah. When he frazzles that ham and then oh my like, God. his son comes in and he's just yeah. like still with the ham dude. We don't have a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so glad you've got to that. Oh. Like I love the sitcom episodes yes. so much. Oh. And Cass. Cass is amazing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, back to this. <laughs> So, uh, where am I? Yes, Holly's mum. Mm-hmm. She baked berry muffins for them to share. Oh, and then she headed out at 6.30am to her elementary Hang on. school job. This was before 6.30? Oh, yes. What is with this family? No, like, I don't know. But also school starts stupidly yeah, early, doesn't true. it, in America? Like, I know I get up at half five and, like, walk the dogs and stuff. But that is... Like, I go out the door and walk the dogs. And yeah. then I drag myself home for a <laughs> cup of tea. I'm not, like... I'm, what? I know. I'd have to get up even earlier if I was then going <laughs> to do all of this stuff. Oh. Yes, yeah, schools do seem to start really early. Yeah. Like, I know... Some of them start at, like, seven. Yeah. Because, like, I know, obviously, I'm... Like, I find the Columbine case fascinating. Mm. And there's always... it. Like, they... The two students, the two boys in that, had a bowling class... That started at 6am. That's ridiculous. And I'm just like, wait, what? Maybe this is why, like, there can be a spate of mental health problems in youths over there. It's because you're not letting them get enough damn sleep. Yeah, that thing. Sleep is so important for the brain. And even more in teenage years, you actually need more Mm -hmm. sleep. It's not just that teenagers are lazy. No, they need more. Biologically need it. Yeah. Am I right in thinking... I'm sure I've read in a scientific sort of study 
that they actually need more sleep than a toddler. Yes. Yeah. And like most people are like, oh, toddlers sleep all the time. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, it's like they need more sleep than when a child is literally growing. Yeah. Cause their brain's doing so much yeah. growing and changing and their bodies are changing and shit's mm. happening. And yeah, yeah, it's a whole party in there. <laughs> so, um, 7.30 a.m., Holly's long-term boyfriend, Drew, gave her a call. Oh. They're dated pretty much since <gasps> leaving high school. Way, I think I might know this case now. Okay. Okay. Um, and he'd given her a promise ring, which she wore all the time, Aww. which is so sweet. I don't get promise rings. I'm like, either you're engaged or you're not. They're surely. not engagements. They're for, like, younger people that aren't ready to be engaged. But they're just like, I really like you and I hope that we can spend together forever, but let's see how it goes. Oh, okay, so it's not like a pre-engagement no. ring. Oh, okay, because I've always assumed it is There like... was a post on Reddit from a 38-year-old man who gave his girlfriend Valentine's Day. She'd been talking, they'd been dating like five years. Okay. She had been asking about when are they going to... Uh, does he see getting married? Does he see getting engaged yeah. or something in their future? He gave her a promise ring and wondered why she got upset and said, do you think we're fucking teenagers? Ah, that is awkward. <laughs> read, yes. read the room, buddy. Yes. <laughs> oh, talking of, like, marriages, and you kind of going for he was 38, that made me think of a different thing to do with, like, not 38, the opposite almost. Um, <laughs> not 83 either. Um, but um, this just made me think of a future case i was thinking of doing okay but it's not a crime and it's not an outdoor wilderness story either okay. but it's something that really interested me to do with like child brides oh okay, i don't know if, yeah. do you think that would be interesting yes i'm just putting it out there i do but email us nice. if you disagree <laughs> yes email us if you want me to do it but it's yeah then to you do can all those weird like um uh, what are they called, like, in, like, especially, like, southern states of America, where they, mm. like, promise to save their virtue to their dads yeah. until they get married yes. or whatever. But Blech. this is, yeah, it's, um, it's a specific okay. child bride case that I've cool. heard. And I'd be really interested in covering it. Yeah. But yeah, cool. If you're not going to be like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, awesome. That was off on a tangent. Sorry. That's, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Drew called. Um, and he rang Holly because he'd been out hunting turkeys on <laughs> land belonging to Holly's grandmother. Aww. Troy and I really want a pet turkey. <laughs> well, <laughs> not around Drew. No, we want to name um, it Snorkel. <laughs> Just because it's got like a snorkely yeah. nose. <laughs> um, and while he'd been on Holly's grandmother's land, he'd been bitched at by one of her relatives oh. who didn't recognise him. Okay. Um, Drew like explained to me, was he's like, nah, mate, I'm Holly's boyfriend. Um, and then he'd called Holly to give her a heads up. Um, and I guess as well, like, he was probably feeling a bit fucking shaken. Yeah, if you've been just, like, shouted at by someone. Yeah, he's just like, I'm, I'm allowed to be here. Yeah, before 6.30. No, before 7.30 yeah, in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, the phone call can't have lasted that long, though. And I'm guessing he knew that she had an exam, so he probably didn't want to bother that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, bleh, uh, that long. <laughs> Um, and at some time around 7.40 or 7.50, mm-hmm. Holly's brother Clint woke to the sounds of a dog barking. Did they, like, have a dog? Or They did, yeah. Okay. I was just like, why the fuck would you get up if you heard a dog barking and go and look out the window mm. for anyone else's dog? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> because the original stuff that I read that said he got up because of a dog barking didn't e- explain any further. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, yeah. is this there? Because the way you said a dog, I was like, is this there? Yeah. Dog or is it just a, not a random dog? <laughs> it turns out they did have a family dog called Rascal. Aww. <laughs> so cool. That's an adorable name. Um, and it was a Shih Tzu poodle cross. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a tiny little like fluff ball. That's obviously got a giant dog's attitude. Yep. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he went to the window um, and he saw Holly and a man dressed in camouflage near the garage carport thing. It was like a garage, but it only had three sides and a roof, oh, which okay. I think over here we would call a carport. Yeah, I was going to say Troy's sister has one and yeah. I've always called it the carport. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so they were crouching down near Holly's car, which was a black Mustang. Ooh, oh, oh my oh, God. Jealous, gorgeous car. Yeah. Troy's mum used to have a yellow Mustang. Okay, it was bumblebee. It was actually, it looked really good. Okay. It was weird, because you wouldn't expect it to, but I loved it. I want a lime green Mustang with a go-faster black stripe down it. Oh my god. Dream car. (laughs) Or a black Chevrolet. Like, in from Supernatural. Um, I mean, that is such a nice car. It's a gorgeous car. (laughs) Baby. Exactly. (laughs) And I would call it baby. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Uh, he assumed that this man was Holly's boyfriend, Drew. Um, mm-hmm. He'd told Clint the previous night that he was going out to hunt turkeys in the morning because mm-hmm. um, they got along quite well. Oh, nice. And a couple of minutes later, though, he got a phone call from his and Holly's mum. Mm-hmm. She had been rung by their neighbour okay. as her neighbour's son had heard screaming and shouting from outside the boat oh. house, which sounded like Holly telling someone to stop it. So they were concerned... Um, told their mum who knew Holly's mum so then they rung Holly's mum mm. Holly okay. rung Clint Holly's mum rung Clint it's the whole like Dean yeah. told Parvati to tell Lavender that you yeah, exactly but um, oh what a good boy though like yeah. saying like obviously he was worried exactly Gosh. so Holly's mum or well, and Clint's mum she asked Clint if everything was okay um, he told her that nothing seemed wrong and then when Karen their mum should have <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> asked him about Holly. He told her that Holly's car was still in their driveway. Okay. Now, at this point, Karen becomes, like, super worried because yeah, Holly is, was meant to have left. I was going to say, this is, like, right before eight. Yeah, though, it's isn't a few it? minutes before and eight. And her exam was at eight. Yes. Mm. So, Clint then asked his mum if Holly was going out hunting with Drew that day. Okay. Um, as he was there with her near the car. Karen knew that Drew wasn't there. He'd spoken to her about going turkey hunting on her mum's land, so Holly's grandmother's. Maternal okay, yeah. grandmothers. Mm-hmm. So knowing something was wrong, like in her gut, she was just like, oh, "Fuck, God. this is not good." Oh, I um, hate when you get that feeling of just like yeah. something is wrong. Yeah, oh. and she's not there. Um, she told Clint to get a gun and fucking shoot the man. Oh, okay, that's like a big escalation, though. To be yeah, fair. Um, like that's that's maybe not the total answer either. <laughs> Later on, it turns out that Holly's ex-boyfriend. Mm. She had a restraining order against him, and he had been quite violent and threatening to her in the past. Mm -hmm. So people think that what is likely to have happened, because obviously that is quite out of the fucking blue, is that Karen thought, holy shit, this is her ex. Ah, Shoot that motherfucker, because he's a dangerous cunt. Yeah, fair enough then. Yeah. Um, Clint, though, was very confused, and he was just like, why on earth would I shoot him? Because he was just like, it's Drew, why would I shoot the guy? Um, But the guy had his back to him, so he couldn't Mm -hmm. actually see who it was. Yeah. 
And Karen herself now got confused because Clint is so sure that it's Drew, but Drew shouldn't be there. Yeah. So she hung up on Clint and she rang 911. Clint wasn't going out and checking on it. He was mm. being oh, a God. kid. Yeah. Just like, looking after yeah. himself. Looking you know. after himself, thinking, come on, there's nothing to worry yeah. about. And yeah, in those situations, don't put yourself in danger yeah. as well. Yeah. So Karen hung up and she rang 911. Mm-hmm. Um, but she got put through to the wrong county. What the fuck? I don't know how that happens. No, how? Um, so she was spending valuable time trying to get through to someone who could actually help her because the wrong county couldn't do anything. No, obviously, yeah. Um, which you think maybe they could have done. Maybe they could have rung the right county for her. But... Yeah, yeah. Hey ho. That's why when Troy and I go on the honeymoon, we are definitely going to use somebody that we know in yeah. California as a contact yep. so that they will be right <laughs> around the vicinity where we are. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, while Karen was trying to get through to put through... Get, while Karen was trying to be put through to someone who could help her, mm-hmm. Clint, I don't know, maybe like was freaked out by his mum, like decided to double check on shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to check on his sister like through the window again. Yeah. Um, and he saw that Holly and the man who he thought was Drew were now walking towards the woods. Oh. Um, and it was at this point that he noticed, that, like, because I think they were crouched before, mm-hmm. but now obviously they're walking through the woods, or to the woods. And he noticed that the man didn't match Drew's, like, figure or stature or build. Oh, God. This man was about five foot ten or six foot tall, and he weighed about 200 pounds. Okay, so he's a big guy. Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm, just as a side note, I'm always amazed that when asked, people can just give those sort of descriptions. Yeah. I would have no clue. I suppose. They're taller than me. They're yeah. bigger than me. Maybe that's how people describe it. Yeah. And they go, okay, are they this tall? Are they this tall compared yeah. to you? And then they help that person narrow it down. Mm. And I guess maybe they have like, I don't know, maybe they've got like picture cards of yeah. sort of like, we Body know. types. And, yeah. yeah. And like, oh, we know how heavy the yeah. model for this was kind of thing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No. Um, but anyway, um, Clint also noted that this man had dark hair, which was shoulder length, Ooh. and it was, he was covered from head to toe in camouflage. Yeah, that's really yeah. disturbing. As an aside note, if anyone knows their camouflage, this man was wearing either mossy oak or leafy wear pattern. Oh, okay. Just, you know. Um, yeah. I don't do enough hunting ever <laughs> to know <laughs> that. But... Um, but Around there, everyone, like, hunted turkeys or went out hunting. Yeah. So, Clint knew this, and I'm guessing that in that sort of environment, it would be a useful piece of information. Yeah, definitely. Um, he also had a hat, and he was holding some sort of object. Okay. Could he not see what the object was? No. So, getting worried now, Clint decided to try calling both Holly and Drew's phones, Mm -hmm. Um, but he got no answer from either of them. They just went to voicemail. Oh, God. Now, it was during this time when he was trying to call Holly and Drew that um, Karen, his mum, called him again, and Clint now said that Holly was walking towards the woods with the man. Karen was so worried at this yeah. point, she asked Clint to call 911 himself because that should then go through to the right county. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, again, at this point, he still was thinking maybe he was, 
making a mountain out of a molehill and mm. he didn't want to ring them if it was just his sister and her boyfriend having an argument oh but it's always better to do yeah. that and be kind of like oh sorry i'm it's always better to overreact i think he just didn't want to cause but, trouble for yeah. him for holly but oh yeah but drew who he got on with yeah that um, is the difficulty yeah. so i know i uh last year like rang the police on like a the neighbors do you remember you? that yeah, yeah. And that definitely, even though I was like, I can see them like being physical yeah. and stuff. I was like, do I ring? Exactly. Do I like, yeah. Um, so he decided that he would go outside with his gun and look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping that he could find out what was going on. How old is Clint again? I think he's 25. Okay. So he's not like young. No. I keep thinking of him as being like a teenager, but yeah, he's I not. think he's her older brother. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong and he could be five years younger. But I yeah. think he was her older brother. Okay. Um, but, because you wouldn't tell your 15 year old to go out and shoot someone, would you? I don't know. If, if they're good with a gun. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he started having a look around mm-hmm. um, and he went into the carport thing and he noticed blood on the floor. Oh no. Um, he tried to tell himself it was just from Drew who had been hunting. Maybe he'd brought a turkey over to show Holly yeah. before her exam. <laughs> But there was <laughs> that'd be such a random. Here you go, love. Look at this turkey. But good luck at the exam. Maybe he did though, yeah. because that is what Clint thought. Yeah, true. But yeah. then he was like, "But wait a minute, there's no fucking turkey here." Ah. Um. Yeah. But I think he was just trying to kid himself that everything was okay. But he did call nine one one at this point. So within about ten minutes, the police like quick chopped to the residence. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And when Karen and Dana got home a few minutes later, they were already out searching, like, the um, house grounds Mm -hmm. for Holly and signs of her with Clint. But no one would ever see her again. Oh, gosh. Now, with how tight a knit community Darden was, um, with only about 2,500 people living there, it's teeny tiny. Yeah. um, And everyone knowing pretty much everyone... It didn't take long before it seemed everyone was out there looking for Holly or some sign of her or a clue as to what had happened. There were even people on horses Ooh. and in four by fours, oh, just wow. like everything that you yeah. could think Every, of. Like, all we're missing is somebody in like a kayak. Yep. <laughs> if there was a river. Um, oh, and they all been told that Holly was wearing a pink t-shirt and jeans, so they were out looking for that. Okay. Now, with everyone out searching for Holly... Her parents asked the police to set up roadblocks as there weren't many ways in or out of the area. Okay. But the police didn't at this point. What? But if you're going to do it, you have to do it yeah. instantly or there's no point. Well, to be fair, okay, they, they didn't at all. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. Like, um, maybe I shouldn't not... have put at this point. <laughs> yes, they didn't. <laughs> okay. They didn't. <laughs> if they had done it later, I'd have been like, really? Yeah, no, no roadblocks were constructed. Okay. Um. Instead, they waited at the house for the sniffer dogs to arrive. Okay. And then they set off trying to follow her trail. Mm. It's really weird when you think of, like, sniffer dogs. With, like, obviously, they're only brought out when something awful has happened. But to the dogs, they're like, oh, my God, yes, off Time we go. To play. Yeah, off we go on an adventure. Like, Aww. they're really excited. And they when, get treats at the end. Yeah, when actually it's a really awful thing. The dogs just, like, have no idea. No. Which I'm, I'm glad about. The dogs well, yeah. should be happy. <gasps> no, but, like, some, um, they, they do. Really? Some, like, service dogs, like, mm. 
when 9-11 happened Mm -hmm. and obviously they had dogs there searching for bodies or people in the rubble I was going for rubble and switched to rubbish so I got (laughs) rubblish (laughs) rubblish but because they were never finding someone alive yeah the dogs actually got depressed. Oh my god! And they've learnt from that, and with like police dogs and service dogs now, that sometimes they have to just take them out for fun, like trails that they've set up for them, so that they're not just always out for the depressive shit. Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah. I'm glad that they are now taking take... mental health care of the dogs properly. Yeah. But yeah, before but... that, they literally got depressed. That's awful. Like, some of the dogs got to the point where they wouldn't get out of the van because they'd just find bodies. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, that's just made me really I'm sorry sad about sniffer dogs. Yeah. I was thinking, well, at least the dogs are I think are the drug fun. dogs are probably happier. True. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> God. But, uh, yeah. Um, oh, um, well... Yeah. Oh, well, the really depressed sniffer dogs are arriving. and They are. Yeah. Um, they did find Holly's trail, Ooh. Um, which indicated she walked with this man. So how was she never seen again? We'll get one time. I mean, yeah, I guess I we're getting there. Uh, so, yeah, they found her trail, um, and police were like, okay, well, she must have walked into the woods because there was no drag marks. Mm-hmm. So they followed the trail with the dogs, um, and they went and followed it all the way to this logging road where, sadly, it went... Cold oh. because the logging road was. A I was going to say, if it's a road, they can drive away. <laughs> yeah, which, it wasn't a track. It was a, no, like which, an if road. they had roadblocks. Yes, maybe they wouldn't have exactly. got away. Um, so yeah, the police theorised that surprise, surprise, Holly had probably been forced to walk to the road where she was put in a car and driven away. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess we're going to get onto theories. But who? Why? Yeah. Why her? Why was she targeted just like out of her house and just taken like? Yeah. This is horrible. Um, it, I had a parrot panic. I don't know. A parrot a, panic? A, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was I was meaning to say panic, but started to say paranoid. Okay. And I was like, that doesn't make grammatical <laughs> sense. Um, and then, yeah, it just gave us parrot panic. <laughs> <laughs> I had a paranoid panic yesterday. Which I don't know if all the true crime is like making me paranoid. Yeah. Because I was walking the dogs and obviously we're kind of in the countryside. Yeah. And I walk them down to this, uh, like the footpath. Yeah. Um, and it's, you have to go along the road for a little bit. And I just had Odin with me and it was dark. And this car drove past and then like indicated and pulled into the lay-by where the footpath starts. Yeah. But like had turned round. So they were facing my direction. Oh no. No, And then they just sat there. Oh no. And I was like, are they just waiting to see if I walk? Up yep. to the. I was like, no, no. I don't know. I just got like a weird yeah, feeling. No, always trust that and, feeling. Yeah, and I stopped, and I was like, I'm not going any further. Like, no. if they stay there, I'm turning around. And then, like after like maybe at a minute, they then drove off. That's weird. But I was just like, what are they waiting that there for? Weird. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. were they just waiting to see if I would carry on? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I was like, it's probably nothing. But there's no way I'm carrying on up there. Nope. Like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, So, back to this. Um, The police also thought that all the signs are indicating that whoever took Holly knew the area. Mm -hmm. Um, As well as her and her family's routine, which just gives me the chills. Yeah. 
Um, because obviously you'd need to know the area if you were going to use this logging road. Mm-hmm. And um, then be able to get through yeah. the woods to the house. Exactly. It's not the sort of knowledge an outsider would have. Mm. And this just devastated oh. her parents and locals. Oh, if they knew her routine and they're surrounded by woods, do you think mm. they were just like watching Probably. from the woods for like days? Or... Oh. Um, and yeah, everyone felt if the police had put out roadblocks, they might have been able to stop the car that Holly was kidnapped It in. would have given them a higher chance than zero. Yes. Which, yeah. So, having missed the chance with the roadblocks, mm-hmm. police focused on the evidence they could gather from around the Bobo house. Mm. They were able to find a fresh footprint, which was from someone wearing Crocs, which Holly and her parents and brother didn't. Crocs? Crocs? Are you really going to go kidnap someone? Yeah, in the woods, in camouflage, but with Crocs on. Yep. What? <laughs> um, I, what? I know. Surely that has to be just, like, somebody else wandering I don't around. Know. I, what the fuck? But none of them had Can Crocs. you get, like, friggin' camouflage crocs you probably can oh god probably you can get fluffy crocs what you can get croc trainers you can get croc high heels oh my god it's an abomination (laughs) um they also found some duct tape that had blonde hair stuck to it no and i'm not sure if i mentioned it or not but holly was blonde Mm. and while forensics never actually confirmed if it was holly's hair or not the blood in the garage was first determined to be human and then later on was confirmed to be from Holly. Oh, gosh. Um, was the garage where her car was kept? Yes. So I presume they got her as she was going out to her car I'm then. guessing so, because she would have had to be leaving to go yeah. and then, boom, there's oh, someone. Gosh. So, considering that not only was Clint the last person to see Holly, but that often it's family or someone very close to the victim who's responsible, mm. police took Clint into custody to question and examine him. Yeah. Um, they searched him for scratches or physical signs of an altercation. Some mm. sources even report that they believe he was strip-searched, which, oh. he, that's pretty horrific for yeah. what he's going through. Well, I'm yeah, not sure. whilst you're grieving being searched to that extent. Yeah. No, I'm not sure we need to do that. No. Um, They found nothing. Um, They also gave him a polygraph test, uh, which he passed. Yay. Cool. It means nothing. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And I also read as well that they tried hypnotising him. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that you were instantly sceptical of this. Yeah, I was like, what? Why the fuck would you hypnotise someone? Hmm. And they were hoping that it would help him recall more useful information. Okay. I mean, I definitely believe that probably you can get people to go into like a more relaxed, yeah, open state. It's not like a magical thing. No. Um, no. But anyway. It's not like Veritas Serum no. or something. After all of that, the police believed that Clint was not involved. Cool. Go Clint. So then they looked at Holly's boyfriend, Drew. Aww. Now, obviously, he'd been out hunting turkeys that morning, or that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were witnesses and cell phone evidence that corroborated oh, this. Cool. Good for Drew. Um, yeah. He also showed up his job at 8am like normal. Okay, so, so he could just have... like ruled him out. He's like, there's... nah, it's not him. No, there's no way he could be there at like 10 to 8 and then go to work at 8. Exactly, like yeah. no. And somehow deal with Holly. Yeah. No. Um, so the search for Holly continued, though there were no leads. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather was against the search, with mm. it being like incredibly windy and rainy. Um, tornadoes were even forecast. What? This always seems to happen, is that suddenly there's like a storm yeah. right when they need to gather evidence. Um, it didn't stop people volunteering, though. Aww, the that's whole, good. Yeah. 
the whole community felt like this could be one of them. Mm. And they were shocked that someone had, could have done this to one of their own. Um, the local pastor. Mm-hmm. Pastor? I say pastor. <laughs> it just sounds like you're saying pastor posture. <laughs> I used to know somebody who said pastor for pastor. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yes, pastor, pastor, however you want to say it. Um, he was Dale Robble. And he commented <laughs> to the community that, it, and I'm quoting, um, it could be my daughter, it could be my family, it could be your family. They didn't go looking for this evil. Evil found them. Aww. So, with all the determination and searching, two days later on the 15th, they found Holly's lunchbox at a nearby roadside. Aww. The one that her mum packed her, which Aww. just crushes me. Yeah. And then a couple of days after that, a local farmer found a scrap of paper which had Holly's name, address, and phone number on it. Oh. Which is no. And um, that's not going to be something Holly wrote down. That No. Sounds like that's what the killer yeah. had. What the fuck? So, who I are they? During this time, after mm. about a week, the, with no sign of tro- Holly... The community held a candlelight vigil Aww. for her with everyone wearing pink t-shirts, Aww. which cuts me up. Yeah. Um, the weather continued in the fashion it had been for the past week, um, like the world was angry, and a violent Aww. thunderstorm started knocking out the town's power. Oh, gosh. That's the thing, like, sometimes in literature, like, pathetic fallacy, that kind of, like, having the weather reflect the mood is seen as a bit, like, cliche. cliche. But in reality, it, it happens. Yeah. yeah. It happens. Um, so yeah, the power got knocked out and people continued with the vigil in true candlelight, singing hymns and songs that Holly loved from her time at the church, including Amazing Grace, which always chokes me up. Yeah. Oh. Um, Worst one is My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. Because of Granny. I literally can't listen to that song. I cannot believe that when I was on my honeymoon... Um, it was like thunderstorm from another world Mm. and then as we were getting up to leave well the my heart will go on started playing and i just broke down sobbing and then of course to everyone there it looks like josh has just said something (laughs) fucking horrible to me and you're crying as you're leaving the the restaurant (laughs) it looked so awkward from an outside perspective god Oh, um, it is sweet though. Like Troy knows I can't listen to that song, and yeah. he has like a like metal version of it, <laughs> and he always like skips it when it comes oh. on if I'm there. And I'm like, oh, I kind of I won't be able to listen to it, but I also am intrigued by a metal version yeah. of my art. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, a few days after the vigil on Easter Sunday, oh. which again it's just an ironic date. Mm-hmm. Searchers found Holly's phone in a drain near the local highway. Highway 641. Aww. Despite all the bad weather, it still worked. Oh. And it was an area that had already been searched. Oh. Yeah, authorities and volunteers were sure it would not have been missed by them if it had been there the whole time. Mm. So it would seem someone put it there shortly before it was found. But that then sounds like they're still, they're like in the local vicinity. Yeah, this like, is a local. Yeah. They're the fuck. Like 99.999% well, yeah. convinced. Um, about a mile away from Mm. the phone the phone's sim card was found so it had been like separated from the phone why would you do that tracking but because the phone can't then ping 
True. So it disables the phone. Oh, I guess, yeah, the, that's true. Yeah, the SIM card isn't going to be pinging. No. By um, Duh. Um, so when this was put back in the phone, mm-hmm. everything worked. Oh, wow. But investigators noticed something which I found super creepy. Okay. I'm feeling like shivery already. Yep. Do you just say that? All Holly's contacts were on the phone still, but all the numbers associated with them had been manually deleted. What? Every single one. What the fuck? Yeah, this left police wondering, one, who had done it? Was it the abductor? Was it Holly? Had Holly been forced to? And also, why? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what does that achieve? The only thing I can think is, like, that means she can't ring anyone. Can't ring anyone. that would take so long to do. Any communication on the phone, people wouldn't be able to see who it was to or from. Yeah. Maybe? Just, yeah. What the fuck? Um, like, if you don't want weird. her to be able to contact anyone, just take the phone yeah, away. Yeah, why? Like, it's weird what, as well. That is really yeah. odd. So, unless, I don't know, it's some kind of weird power thing of removing everyone from her Enjoying the almost, like, torturing yeah. her with forcing her to do it. Yeah, or just, yeah, like, kind of symbolically yeah. taking them away. Yeah. Like, oh... oh. But, yeah, um, during the weeks after Holly's disappearance, what had happened to her was all over the news, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Holly's cousin was a fairly well-known country singer, apparently, oh. called Whitney Duncan. Okay. <laughs> um, and she tried to keep the focus on Holly's mm-hmm. case. Um, and she was, like, posting on social media about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Holly's mum and dad did press conferences, which oh, I just can't I can't imagine. imagine. No. Um, they were begging for anyone who knew anything to come forward. And Dana, Holly's dad, also reiterated that they felt the kidnapper knew Holly in their routine. Yeah. And that they'd been waiting outside the house that morning, just waiting for him and Karen to leave and for Holly to go outside all alone. Yeah. Because that's the thing as well. Like, there's nothing suggesting that Holly's dead. Not really. No, in the moment. At the moment. Mm. Oh. Um, so, despite all this... The police just had no idea where to start or any leads on who may have taken Holly. Yeah. So being out of their depth and racing against time because they were hoping to still find Holly alive, they enlisted the help of the FBI and the U.S. Marshals. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to them, they had the FBI involved from day one. U.S. Marshals always makes something of Shutter Island. I mean, <laughs> <Yes>. U.S. Marshals. <laughs> so the FBI gave their assistance with like all the analysis and forensics and stuff, and the mm-hmm. U.S. Marshals gave their manpower for searching. Okay. Um, there was also a cash reward announced for anyone who could lead them to find them, could lead them to finding Holly. Um, it was initially 25000 but it was quickly up to $75,000 after just a week. Wow, that's a big increase. Yeah. Mm. So, a lot of tips came in. 200% increase. Yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I was just proud of myself. Oh, no. I could do the maths. <laughs> yeah, a lot of tips came in, um, but none of them led anywhere. Mm. And police started looking at who lived in the area that was, had a relevant criminal history, okay. as there were numerous known sex offenders and drug addicts. Okay. Um, the lead agent of the investigation, he's called Terry Dickus. 
So um, biggest biggest. And he started to look at known sex offenders in a specific known sex offender in the area, Terry Britt. Just as an aside, my joke came from Monty Python. I'm not taking the piss out of actual Terry Dickus. I am making no judgment on the size of his dickus. Not everyone (laughs) may know Monty Python like we do in this country. Yeah. Um, Yes. (laughs) Um, So, Britt, um, he had a history of sexually assaulting blonde-haired, blue-eyed girls. Right, that sounds quite similar. similar, yeah. Um, and he had spent time in prison on several occasions for kidnap and rape. Right. Um, he lived not too far from the Bobo's home. Okay. And also, like, wasn't too far from where some of Holly's things were found. Huh. But then, if it was him, if he lives not far from their home, hmm. why would he need their address written down? Like, unless it's just that he kind of was interested in a girl that he saw somewhere and found yeah, out who they were and then exactly. was like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. They live right nearby or I don't know. Or maybe like there's all those pedo sex rings and stuff. True. Maybe they're like, oh, we know this girl that lives near you that fits what you like. That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. He knew the area really well. And on top of this, he also matched the description that Clint gave of the man who was with Holly. Oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I guess no one's been convicted for this, but this is sounding very interesting. So, Dickus also stated, <laughs> I should have gone with his first name. It's Dickus the whole way through this. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> right up. Um, he stated that Brit had been staring at Holly in a local store just one week before Holly's abduction. Okay. Which kind of maybe goes to your point of maybe he saw someone out and then got her details. Yeah. Um, and Karen had gone up and spoken to him and asked him to... Karen had gone up and spoken to Dickus. Okay. And asked him to look at Brit, who was known to the locals as Chester the Molester. That's not funny, but that's really ridiculous. I yeah. can't imagine just having someone in the community. I'm like, yeah, it's the local molester. Yeah, no, like, no, we know about him. That's Chester the molester. Wait, yeah, no. Um, maybe let's not make funny little nicknames for the local sex offenders. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe call him, like, I don't know. Fr- I'm just trying to think of one that's Colin the Creep or something. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Why Chester the Molester? His name isn't even Chester, is no, it? No. What the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. find something that fits with their yeah. real name or just accept it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, he'd even had another young woman go to the police about him stalking her only a week after Holly was last seen. Okay, then. Yeah, he's pretty scummy. Yeah, even if he had nothing to do with it, he doesn't sound great. No. Yeah. So, looking into Brit... Dickus discovered that there were stalking reports against him by eight other young blonde women. Right. So he's definitely got this type. Yes. Uh So Britt was questioned about his whereabouts the morning of Holly's abduction. Britt claimed he was with his wife that morning. and that He's married? Yes. Okay. And that they'd gone to a salvage yard all good salvage okay um, which was nearby to buy a bath like you know the actual bath that then you put the oh okay around. Yeah. fair enough 
Um, the store, though, had no record of this sale. Okay. And phone records showed that Britt had rung his wife that morning, which would be odd if they were together. It would be. Unless it's like when Troy and I, like, Troy loses his phone and I'm like, I'll ring it yeah. for you. But, yeah, still. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as well, it was also reported in some places that Britt's wife was supposedly at work that morning. Oh, and surely that can be verified. Yeah. And Britt rung her and told her to come home and say she'd been with him all morning, which would make more that sense. That would make more sense. But also, his wife's not sounding great if she's okay with just being an alibi. Or maybe she's, again, in an abusive... Yeah, true. ...and can't get yeah. out and has to, yeah. But then there's also some shitty people that don't mind being with shitty people, so... Yeah, not saying which one she is, no. but just, please don't just be okay with having a Chester Molester boyfriend, yeah. husband, whatever. I mean, like, he's got the name Chester the Molester and you're still married to him. Yeah. Like, no. Like, no. Yeah. I hope that she was able to get out if she was there not happily life tip Mm -hmm. if you find yourself dating in a relationship with someone who has the nickname something the molester yeah don't stay with them or any variant of that (laughs) yeah Um, so dickus also said that the evidence showed that brit had lied about being in benton county which is like the area they were i think Mm -hmm. um he said he'd only been there twice that day when he'd actually gone three times. Okay. Um, Dickus pointed this out to him. And at that point, he says that Britt said, you got me. Right. Okay, yeah. that's an interesting statement. That is, isn't it? So investigators got a search warrant for Britt's home. And they recovered a shovel, hammer and axe, which cadaver dogs indicated to for human remains. Right, that's worrying. Yeah, and poor dogs again. Yeah. Um, they also indicated to spots in Brit's vehicles, but no DNA of Holly's was ever actually found. Okay. But then I suppose DNA can be obliterated. Yeah. Can't it? Like you can. But, and the dogs are saying that is human blood, but we yeah, can't get anything can't. from it. Yeah. Um, they also supposedly found a handwritten note for the bath that Brit said he'd purchased. Maybe he just wrote it himself. Well, yeah, that sounds like... More like... <laughs> Which is also very stupid, if that's the case. <laughs> like I just wrote myself yeah. a receipt <laughs> by hand. So, still suspecting Brit, investigators tapped his phone and bugged his house, mm-hmm. hoping I'd so thought when I was a kid that when someone's house was bugged, they put a microphone on bugs and <laughs> let them loose in people's houses. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you got a roach infestation <laughs> and they've all got microphones that's amazing <laughs> um, but yeah uh, where am I uh, you, they so hope yes. something incriminating so, yeah, they, he, they hoped that he would say something incriminating but he never did mm. um, they're disgustingly disgusting man he would speculate and ruminate on what Holly's abductor might have been thinking and why he'd be doing stuff when he was being interviewed which is right. just a rank thing. Yeah. yeah. Like human sack. Yep. Um, mm. So Just bad taste regardless yeah. of anything else. After a while, um, and with no incriminating evidence being found, higher-ups removed Dickus from the investigation. Aww. They were feeling that he was just fixated so much mm. on Brit being responsible that he wasn't able or willing to consider other options or leads. Yeah, so they castrated him <laughs> from the investigation. Yes. Um, <laughs> he was no longer effective. <laughs> no. Oh, and 
that was that. Mm. No new information came up, and as time went on, sadly, the case went cold. Oh, gosh. That was until three and a bit years later, oh. in 2014. Okay. Just, like, switch there. Yeah. <laughs> throughout the years, the same names kept on being spoken among the community in relation to Holly's abduction. Okay. Zach and Dylan Adams, who were brothers, and their friends, who were cousins, Shane Austin and Jason... Autry, I believe mm-hmm. it said. Okay. Now, apparently, Zach would boast that he'd killed Holly, and mm-hmm. he'd threaten people by asking if they wanted to end up in a hole like Holly. Right. Which I don't get, because even if you did it, why the fuck would you mention it to anyone? If you do something like that, surely you don't want to get caught for it, which means not talking about it. Yeah, unless they're kind of like, oh, no one will believe me, I don't know. Yeah, just... Or it, they're just that stupid. It's weird. I don't know. Um... But and yeah. if you haven't done it, also that's just really gross and don't don't yeah. do that, please. Like, <laughs> it's it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. But hey ho. Um now these four had a reputation for getting in trouble and for drugs, and they were actually known as the A train in the area. <laughs> the A train. Because all their surnames began with A. <laughs> oh yeah. The A train. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. Like, how, who could, in all honesty, go, oh, there's the A-train. <laughs> God. Life in a small town. Yeah. We know what it's like, people. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, in 2000, and I suppose it's similar to how we have X-Town Massive, like, when it's yeah. a group of chavs. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Massive. Yeah, that is actually a tr- yeah. true. <laughs> Sadly, it is true. <laughs> yes, there are lots of chavs in England. Um, <laughs> So, um, in 2014, Mm -hmm. police were able to arrest Dylan on an unrelated guns charge. So, he was with a friend, I believe, who was a felon, Mm -hmm. and this friend had guns on him, Mm -hmm. and so, like, they're both arrested because felons can't have guns, I don't think. That sounds like a good rule. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, after being arrested for this, Dylan was facing 10 years in prison himself for it. Now, obviously, he didn't want that. Who would? Mm -hmm. Um, So he took a really weird-ass plea deal where he wouldn't go to prison, but instead he would go and live with a retired policeman. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Which is really (laughs) fucking odd. (laughs) What? How is that an available plea deal? I don't know. (laughs) Who is this retired policeman? Dennis Benjamin. Okay. Who also turns out to be a friend of the Bobo family. Oh. Yeah. Why? But I don't see how that's an option. No, why is this okay? And nowhere could I find how long he had to live with this dude for. Just like permanently? Yeah. Until one of them dies? What? 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 Why is that even... What? I don't know. I was so confused. But it was legit. Oh my god. no. So I'm assuming he takes that and goes lives with he goes lives with Benjamin. He does. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> after five weeks of living together, <laughs> happily or unhappily, I don't know. <laughs> like, had the policeman like, agreed? <laughs> yeah. Did he offer? 
you know what? He could be a good kid. I don't want to see him in jail. Just come live with me. Yeah. Baby has got the pillow attached to his collar. I did come here. The, the dog has got a cushion stuck on his collar. So he's just laundering around the room with his cushion. Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> So yeah, he's like, yeah, that you think that plea is ridiculous. Look at what I can do. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, five weeks after living together, Benjamin, the retired police officer, okay. he rang the police department and told them Dylan wanted to confess to the murder and kidnap of Holly Bobo. Oh, maybe that's why they let him have that plea deal. It was like the long game of like, yeah. you're a retired copper, you, you can, can like work on him. But. How is that a valid confession? Yeah, true. Yeah. Because like, how how do we know he hasn't? That's actually a good point. Yeah, what if he has coerced him? Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck? Dylan went down to the station with Benjamin and gave a statement. Okay. In it, he says that on the 13th of April, he'd seen Zach at um, either their house or Shane's house. Okay. And Holly was also there wearing a pink top and sitting on one of the chairs. Right. Zach was apparently wearing camouflage and Crocs. Oh. Um, I just still can't get over the Crocs. Like. With camouflage. Yeah. Um, but Crocs are not the footwear to kidnap someone in. Or go hunting in. No. Or, no. or do anything in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he said that Zach had told him not to tell anyone that Holly had been there. Right. But there was blood on the garage floor. Yeah. Duct tape with her hair on yeah. it. Probably with her hair on yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't this doesn't up, right? sound no. like she would just happily be going off to chill out at no, one of no. their houses. Um, so Dylan went on to say that their friend Jason was also there, okay. and that Zach proceeded to tie Holly up and rape her. Right. Um, I've also right. Yeah. I've also I'm just skipping. Yeah. Back. Um, I've also read that Dylan said at this point, oh, it didn't get better, that oh. he also raped Holly, as did right. Jason and Shane. What the fuck? Though other reports say he said that Zach had just told him he'd raped Holly and recorded it. Right. So this isn't adding up. No. Um, he said that Zach killed Holly before changing it to Shane killed Okay, Holly. so yeah, there's lots of conflicting stories yeah. here. Now, after giving his statement, Dylan later recounted it. Recounted? Recounted? Um, recounted. 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 recounted is retelling it. Oh, yeah. Recount. No. Yeah, he recounted recount. it. Yeah. Um, I'd be shit, wouldn't I? I want to recount my story, <laughs> right? Is he going to tell us it again? <laughs> then go no, on. No, no, I want to recount it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he recounted it, saying he'd been coerced. Um, okay. And it's worth noting at this point that Dylan was considered to be a people pleaser and have a low IQ. Okay, so kind of like in the um, Memphis, the three. Memphis Three, the Memphis where three, they yeah. really zeroed in on that one who was very malleable. Yeah, and sort of people easy pleaser, to, low yeah. IQ, easy to sort yeah. of confuse and yeah. manipulate and say, so what, just kind of keep questioning him. Yeah. And bear in mind as well, he spent five weeks living with this retired copper who's the one who rings up and says he wants to confess. Something just... I I, I don't like it. No. It doesn't feel entirely... Yeah, sort of kosher. I don't feel like I can 100% say that I trust what happened. No. Um, Now, Dickus... But actually, Dickus is back. Yes, Dickus comes back, <laughs> bigger and stronger than ever. <laughs> he, 
question Zach shortly after Holly's abduction. Okay. And in that interview, Zach said that he was home with his girlfriend and his brother Dylan that morning. Okay. At around 10 a.m., him and he, he had, I don't know, I don't know my grammar in that, but Dylan at around he. 10 a.m., <laughs> Zach and Dylan left in Dylan's car <laughs> to go and pick up their other friend Shane. Okay. Um, once they got him, they went to the petrol station. They, they said gas station. Okay, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to write it. No. <laughs> um, and they put $5 of fuel in. No, it's not very just much. Like fuel as well as yeah. fuel. Um, <laughs> no, it's much fuel. It's not. And this is 2011, so it still wouldn't have got you much fuel. No. Then. Probably twice what you'd get now, but... <laughs> oh, yes. True, but um, still. Oh, God, we just had to fill up our oil tank for heating. Oh, ouch. That was painful. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> it was at this point that Zach said they noticed a wave of police cars go past down the interstate. Okay. So when Dickers checked the CCTV and um, now, yeah, Dickers checked the CCTV initially from the pharmacy near the fuel station, okay. and he saw a car that could have been Dylan's at the fuel station oh. at ten oh seven a.m. Okay. Though it was not determined whether it actually was Dylan's and if it was Dylan's who was even in the car oh, okay. so it's not really it's not a great... like a slam dunk he wasn't able to do it yeah um, Dickus also looked at the mobile phone pings and had them mapped out mm-hmm. um, from like Holly's phone and other people's phones yeah. that could have been in the area and it indicated that Holly's phone pinged near her house at 8.26am that morning okay. so she was still quite close by yeah um, while Zach's phone pings near his home at 8.28. This led Dickers to believe that he wasn't involved because they were quite far apart. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, being devil's advocate, surely Zach could have just left his phone at home. True, or given it to someone yeah. else. Because I guess if I was going to murder someone, that's what I'd do. I'd be like, look, wander around this totally different place with my phone. Yeah, <laughs> or like Israel Keys it and just like turn it, turn off, it yeah. that fucker off so you get black. Yeah, spot. even though, yeah, I still think... Better to just leave it at home yeah, and turn exactly. it off and make it look it gives suspicious. you a fake decoy. Yeah. Um, but the police's next step was to talk to Shane and Jason, because obviously mm-hmm. they were implicated. Yeah. So when they brought them to the station, mm-hmm. Shane was offered, he didn't ask for it, he was offered complete immunity if he corroborated and told, well, I meant to put, like, I'm not corroborated, what's the word, like, Cooperated. I can't say it. Cooperated with. What is it? Cooperated. Yes. Yes, that's the way. Good Lord. It's all going wrong today. If he cooperated, that sounds so stilted now, um, with the police and told the investigators everything he knew. So with that, he quickly confessed and admitted he was also involved. Well, yeah, you fucking would, wouldn't you? Yeah. He mentioned about Zach bragging to people in the local bar that he'd had Holly chained up. Also, and though, what I'm concerned about is them saying, like, if he cooperated, yeah. and telling, but, like, if this is going to corroborate that other person's story. Yeah. Like, I don't know, have they told him that story already? Because then that makes it very easy to say, oh, well, I'll just go along with it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much he knew about what they had already said. Well, later on it seems to be that the cops were the chatty ones. Ah. Um, But, hmm? um, so yeah, he mentions Zach bragging to people in the local bar that he'd had Holly chained up. Right. um, And that he'd called Shane to come over and rape her too, which sounds nice. 
Yeah. Um, just, he, you know, what friends do on yeah. a Friday night. Um, he also said that Zach had told people how they're disposed of Holly's body, saying that you have to gut the body and stuff it with rocks so that they won't float or be found. And that right. they'd done this and put her body in the river by a rock with an orange tea on it. Right. Now, at around this time in February 2014, Zach had already been arrested on charges of domestic assault. Okay. Where the sister of his girlfriend at the time called the police saying that Zach had held a gun to her head and had also gotten a knife and threatened to gut her. Right. Which sounds familiar. Yes, that does a little. Um, his girlfriend, though, stood by him and said her sister was making it up as she was just jealous of them. Oh. Which well, that's would be odd. Awkward. But yeah. Who knows? Sounds like one way or another there's not a great sisterly bond there. No. Hmm. And... Looking at his past, Zach does seem to have a pattern where he sounds a bit unhinged and psycho-y. Yeah. Um, he had a history of drugs, including cooking and selling meth. Right. Which is bad. It's not great, no. Um, it, he also had a history of assaulting females. Right, brilliant. When he was 19, for example, wanting money from his mum, who refused to give him any because she believed he was going to spend it on drugs... He just point blank shot her. Oh my god! She she survived. Oh wow! But she didn't press charges. What? Because that was her baby. Oh my god! But he legit shot her. Jesus Christ! Um, in two thousand and five, he choked his grandfather, who called nine one one, stating, and I quote, "It's Zachary. He's wild again. He's choked me. He choked me and put his hands on me. You'd better get an officer out here quick." Right, wonderful. Yes. So, yeah. He's got some anger problems for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, back in 2014, now, so jump forwards again, mm-hmm. out of his past, um, Zach was put in jail due to a domestic assault charge against his girlfriend's sister, as I said. Yep. Um, and police took the opportunity and they got a search warrant for his place. Mm-hmm. And while rumours swelled around about what the investigators had found, they never actually released a statement as to whether anything or not was found connecting him to Holly. That feels weird, because yeah. if they didn't, you'd think, why wouldn't they say? And if they did find stuff, surely they'd be like, boom, we got our man, there's all this yeah. shit kind of evidence against him. Yeah. Huh. Um, they did continue to look closely into Zach. And the investigators combed through his social media as well, where he'd made some posts that they were concerned by. On the morning of Holly's abduction at 7.39am, um, so shortly before Clint saw the man who abducted her, Holly with her, Zach posted, You know you never was, you stupid whore. Which I don't know what that's actually trying to say. No. Like, the grammar is not good, mate. No. This is where, like... Yeah, please try to write clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but also, and police were like, well, obviously he's talking about the fact he's there with Holly. She didn't see him coming, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But it seems a bit odd at 7.39 when this shit was going on to be yeah. posting on Facebook. Like, do you have yeah. the time? Like, I know nowadays we've kind of got to the point where people pretty would film a TikTok whilst they're kidnapping someone. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> um, happened. But, like, wait, has it? Yeah, people have filmed murders while on tiktok while committing them jesus christ okay well i don't facebook live my faith in humanity has dropped even further i that feel like the podcast is just ruining your innocence yeah that was meant to be a little bit facetious yeah no but no so but yeah back in 2014 
Yeah. It wasn't so... It was 2011. Like, 2011, really. sorry, yeah. yeah. It wasn't that easy to just, like, no. log on to Facebook or whatever. And, and did he have signals? Yeah, that's true. Like, if they're in the middle of this woods, I know around here, like, signal would be patchy as fuck. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But anyway. I mean, 2011, I started uni. Yeah. And even then, like, my phone oh, was not as good as it is now. I didn't really use the internet on my phone. No. Like, I... when I was out and about. And it was expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, that feels just a bit odd that, like, minutes before yeah. he's, like... But then, equally, if you're, like, lurking and creeping and you've got that rage building up waiting Yeah, and he's not quite done anything yet, you could be, like... So, you know, you could I don't, be sat there I don't online. Mind. Yeah, taking your mind off of waiting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, when the reward money was posted for information finding Holly, Zach again posted the text, Who am I looking for? Question mark. And a picture of himself in camo gear. Okay, Which, that's... again, could just be a teenager being a dick. Yeah, it's oddly... Uh, Fitting, yeah, but, but yeah, they seem to really jump on this as that's it. We've found our guy. Okay, which seems like you could raise your suspicions, but it just seems odd to be so sure. Um, now asking around Zach's friends and acquaintances, trying to work out how Zach may have known Holly. Mm-hmm. One of his friends mentioned that Zach had mentioned Holly several times in the lead up to her abduction after seeing her at the annual hunt event thing they had. Ah, which could also explain someone seeing her and finding yeah. out their name and address and stuff. So he kept on staring at Holly that night and following her around apparently. Okay. So much so that Holly's fe- friend remembered a creepy guy and Holly's mum even went up and introduced herself as Holly's mum. Right. Which is like proper like mama bear. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, police decided to arrest Zach in March 2014. Okay. And they charged him with the aggravated kidnapping and murder of Holly. Okay. They arrested Dylan for tampering with evidence and for two counts of rape. And in April 2014, they arrested Jason and charged him with the aggravated kidnapping and murder of Holly, like Zach. This feels like a lot, though, without much evidence. Yes. They don't feel like they have got evidence of this. No. And then with Shane, he'd obviously gotten his plea deal for immunity, so he wasn't arrested. This was actually later rescinded in 2015, apparently due to inconsistencies and lies in his statement. Which I didn't realise you could rescind plea deals. No, that feels way dodgier taking a plea deal if you know that they can... Like, it seems like it'd be quite easy to... Oh yeah, no, no, we'll give you a plea deal in immunity. Right, turns out you're actually involved more. Right, bam, we got you. Yeah. Huh. Now, wasn't that one of the big issues with Carla Hamolka was they couldn't take her... Like, legally, it would have been a giant can of worms if they'd tried to then rescind her plea deal. Yeah. Oh, even though, even though there like, was petitions and everything. Mm, and, like, videos of her being involved yeah. in, you know, abusing her sister. Um. Now, after his plea deal was taken away mm-hmm. Shane was actually found dead in his hotel room a few days later from what was ruled suicide oh which is sad that it ended like that yeah um, I think if he wasn't involved that's sad. really tragic and if he was then it's sad that he was never that justice was never followed through with him yeah <laughs> um So while the three men were in jail awaiting trial, and there was actually another development in the case. In September, because obviously 
we still don't know where Holly is. Mm, yeah. So in so, so they were all arrested without a body. Mm, as which well. is really dodgy yeah. in terms of like being able to convict someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so September 2014, a group of ginseng hunters okay. were out <laughs> in the woods near Holly's house. So random, but oh, yeah. yeah, turkeys and ginseng. Yeah. Um, and they were out searching for this ginseng. Yeah. When one of the men just got this eerie, creepy feeling to turn around while he was making his way through the hun- the undergrowth, the undergrowth. Okay. Turning round and following his gut, Larry Stone noticed a plastic bucket with a skull next to it, oh. with a gun hole in the back. Oh. Um, forensics couldn't say if it was the cause of death or if this gun hole was made once the person was dead. Oh, God. Wow. Um, there were also other skeletal remains, including teeth, ribs, and a shoulder blade. Oh, my gosh. Now, knowing he was near the Bobo house and remembering Holly, who went missing three years ago now, mm. Stone called his find in to the police, which, I mean, I hope he would have done anyway. Yeah, he just not be like, <laughs> well, I didn't remember a murder, so yeah. I'm sure this is fine. <laughs> God, um, but wow. but yeah. there is, though, if she was there, how did they not find the body when they were the searching? The was just so like this. Yes, yeah. It was just luck that this guy did then. mm um, forensics confirmed that the remains belonged to Holly Aww. Bobo after just a day. Oh, wow. Um, thanks to quick work and good dental records. Her yeah. dentist would be proud. Yeah. Um, what was in the bucket, though, has never been released. Oh, I didn't realise there was anything in the bucket. Yeah, I thought it was there, just a bucket. No, there was stuff in the bucket. Right. And Larry Stone actually asked the police to please never make public what was in that bucket what the fuck um investigators working on the case have said it was so macabre it severely affected them and this has led to people speculating that it was either remains of holly or tools used to dispose of and kill her god that's just awful yeah really awful um yeah with this discovery investigators had to break the news to holly's parents Mm -hmm. when they rung them to tell them that they'd found holly's body karen and dana were shopping in the mall and her mum karen said that she just knew she got this feeling right before the phone call just like she had on the day holly went missing And what's just so desperately sad to me is that in all that time, Holly was only 11 miles from home, just waiting to be found. Gosh. Just there all that time. Yeah. And then nothing really happened again for three years, as the trial for Zach Adams wouldn't start until September 2017, which but it must have been so hard for Holly's family. They waited three years for Holly to be found, and now they've had to wait another three years before the trials even started. Yeah. Yeah. And while there was no real physical evidence that was presented linking Zach, Dylan, Shane or Jason to Holly, the prosecution were confident they had a strong case with Jason's confession and statement. Did, uh, I don't know if you could answer this, did any of these people fit that description Clint gave? No. Because I'm still really, like, caught up on the fact that, you know, Chester the molester guy... Fitted that the description, and, and if she was none of, type. and if none of these people did, none of them did. Why have they kind of just given Chester the molester a sort of green card? Well, Dickus didn't want to, but he was removed from the case. Oh yeah, because he was focused on yeah. him. Yeah, and 
none of these men did fit the description. No. Which then feels like that's a really glaring issue. Yeah. Because Clint actually gave a really good description. Yes. Overall. Um, so, yeah. And the prosecution used um, Jason as their star witness on the stand. But he was given immunity. So no, like, Jason wasn't. Shane oh, was. Oh, he sorry, killed okay. himself. Ah, right, yeah. Or committed suicide, sorry. Yeah. Um, now, Jason told the court, but actually before I get on to that, when talking and like recounting to court and everything like that, Jason did say stop it. He didn't say stop it. Comes <laughs> to the dogs. <laughs> Jason did say stop it on the stand. He said that while he had been promised nothing or um what's the word offered anything okay. for the statement and evidence he gave Hermes, can you be quiet? He hoped that he would receive a more lenient sentence himself for being cooperative. Okay. And he told court this, so he is getting something from it. Yeah. And there is reason to, like, if you are in that situation where you feel like you're going to be convicted, there is reasons to give a coerced confession. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying he did, not saying he didn't, just saying that there are reasons. Yes. Now, Jason told the court how on the 13th of April, 2011, Mm -hmm. he had gone to Shane's trailer to buy some drugs. And that when he got there, Zach and Dylan were also there. Apparently, Dylan was burning things in like an old oil drum thing, like a hobo. Um, And Zach told Jason he could get some drugs, but that he needed his help with something first. And he showed him a body in the back of his truck, like rolled up in a duvet. Okay. Jason initially assumed it was a guy that owed Zach money for drugs too. Right. Um, but Zach corrected him and said, nah, it's Holly Bobo. Right. Um, the guy who owed him drugs, interestingly, was apparently called Jojo. What are the... <laughs> so it's Jojo, no, it's Bobo. Right. <laughs> Just seems a little odd. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he made up a name or something. Yeah. <laughs> So Jason said that he didn't know her, so he agreed to help Zach, which that's a shitty decision, right? If it's what happens. Yeah, like, really? I know, it doesn't matter. It does. Yeah. Um, and so they drove to an underpass off the Interstate 40, I believe, okay. in Decatur County. Okay. Um, as they had no tools to be able to bury Holly, Zach told Jason that they should gut her and weigh her down in the river. Okay. But clearly this isn't happening to her. Yeah. So, as they were dragging Holly off the truck's flatbed, mm-hmm. she made a noise and her foot moved. Right. And apparently, Zach said, oh, fuck it, the bitch is alive. Right, lovely. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach told Jason to walk up the track and make sure no one was about. And he went and got his gun and shot Holly. And then they loaded her back up into the truck just in case someone had heard. Right. So, they drove off and Zach told Jason that he would drop him off and take care of dumping the body himself. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, he told Jason he had thrown her out. And Jason gave the name of a place that was different to where Holly was actually found. Right. Well, then that's... Yeah. You know. Now, after all this was meant to have gone down, mm-hmm. apparently worried that his brother Dylan wouldn't stop talking about what had happened, Jason said that Zach asked him to kill Dylan, what? promising him some of their inheritance when their granddad eventually died. Right. 
Now, Jason said he agreed to this and lured Dylan out with a plan of going fishing okay. while, while planning on killing him. But someone Dylan knew turned up, which stopped the plan. Okay. Uh, Jason went on to say that Zach ran into Holly when he turned up at the Bobo house because he said, Zach, Dylan and Shane were going there to teach Clint how to cook meth. I'm sorry, what? Clint was not a druggie. Like, Clint, uh, for all accounts and records and everything that we know, was not involved in drugs or cooking meth or anything like this. No. It just doesn't feel like it fits. No. Holly, according to Jason, got in their way, telling them to go away, and they ended up taking her with them and going to a nearby barn where apparently they took turns raping and drugging her until they thought she was dead. But... I don't know whether it's just me and you who are thinking this, but the whole way through that, all I can think is that none of this matches up with what Clint said happened. And none of it is confirmed by any evidence. It's literally just what Jason told the courts happened. Yeah. What? Like, none of that is confirmed. No. The allegations against Clint and everything, it's not... Confirmed. Well, yeah, and none of it's matching up with where she was found and no, how her body was found. Exactly. And, yeah. Um, the defence team argued that Zach was not guilty. Mm-hmm. They pointed out that Zach didn't match Clint's description of the man with Holly, and mobile phone pings, as we said, showed his phone as not being near Holly. Yeah. They also argued that the investigation originally considered Terry Britt a suspect, and Dickus at this point even testified that he felt Britt's alibi was very weak and that there was circumstantial evidence against Britt. That and the lack of evidence against Zach, including the fact that Zach and his family didn't own a gun of the calibre believed to have killed Holly, it was his opinion that Zach had not committed or had part in this crime. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't sound like he's a great guy, but it doesn't sound like he did... Like, that. not being a great guy doesn't mean you killed someone. To me, and I come back to this on every case, it's not about... When you're on the jury, it's not about whether you think they killed that person. Mm. It is about, is it proven beyond a reasonable doubt? Is there a chance they might not have done? And with this, I don't think I could convict him saying that there was not a reasonable doubt that he hadn't done it. I think I would have reasonable doubt about Mm. it. Yeah, definitely. To me, yeah. Yeah. But despite no physical evidence and everything else, the jury did find Zach guilty on all counts. Um, And he was sentenced to life plus 50 years with no (laughs) chance of parole. Dylan took an Alfred plea deal and he got 15 years for facilitation of first degree murder and 35 years with no chance of parole for aggravated kidnapping. Okay. Jason, he pled guilty both to the solicitation to commit murder, so Mm -hmm. agreeing to kill Dylan, and the especially aggravated kidnapping. Mm -hmm. And so he got eight years for both crimes. But again, to me, it's odd he got eight years for the especially aggravated kidnapping mm-hmm. charge, but Dylan got 35 years for exactly the same charge. Uh, yeah, surely you can't just give people... Isn't that what the law is meant to do? Sort of take out that sort of... And it's, it's meant to make it difference. kind of... What? 
Um, now, it's worth pointing out at this point that Holly's family do believe that the right people were convicted for her murder. Okay. Um, Cindy, though, uh, she's Dylan and Zach's mother. She felt that her... She still feels that her sons are innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, she has spoken about watching one of the interrogation videos of Dylan. Okay. And says that she believes he was coerced, especially given his low IQ and learning disability. Mm. So he didn't just have a low IQ, he also suffers from... I know that's not the correct way of terming mm. it. Um, yeah. But yeah, he also has... Yeah, experiences. Learn, experiences. Like, he, yeah, experiences learning difficulties, <laughs> learning <laughs> disabilities. Um, yeah. She says that the whole way through the interrogation video that she watched, it was primarily the detectives who were talking, not Dylan, and, like, asking him, da-da-da-da-da, and Dylan agreeing. So, like, leading questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cindy says that while she knows her sons have done wrong, they have drug issues, they're not angels, Mm -hmm. she doesn't believe that they are killers. Yeah. Um, now, since the convictions, Jason was released from prison in 2020. Okay. And in June last year, Zach's lawyer petitioned, position, yeah, proposition, petitioned, whatever, for him to have a new trial. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason they gave was, and I'll quote it, rather he, meaning Zach, argues that the evidence failed to corroborate not say that word <laughs> corroborate the accomplice testimony of co-defendant Autry so that's um Jason mm-hmm. in connection with the homicide and rape convictions and that the evidence failed to establish his identity as the perpetrator of the kidnapping hmm. so basically Zach's lawyer argued that not only was the evidence circumstantial and based on hearsay mm-hmm. but that also Zach had not had a fair trial because of his image as a druggie yeah. Given to the, as well as he was convicted on the testimony of Jason, who had cause for cooperating. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also argued that the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation committed lots of mistakes and misconducts during the investigation. The judge, however, did not rule and grant a new trial. He okay. upheld the convictions. <clears throat> right. And mm, that's a sh- I feel like that's a bit of a shame. If you're confident that they did it, then have a retrial because it should still stand up against yeah. that scrutiny. Mm. That's my personal feelings on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where we leave it, really. Um, in March 2020, Governor Bill Lee signed a Holly Bobo Act into law. This act was to raise the age for missing person alerts from 18 to 21 years. As Holly was 20 um, when she went missing, her mum originally lied and said Holly was 17 so that they'd issue an amber alert, which is heartbreaking that she had to do that. Yeah. In a way, I kind of don't really understand having an age limit on that. Yeah. I think the whole point for it is is that adults are allowed to disappear if they wish oh, to. Ah, okay, that's a good like, point. Say you've got an abusive partner, you are allowed to flee from that. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Um, Fair enough. And, yeah, two men are still in prison for the rape and murder, with the third, Jason, now being back in prison for different charges. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and... Yeah, while people in the community are sure, as I said, that justice was served, at a wider level, this case causes a mix of opinions and conflicting views. Mm-hmm. Were the right men convicted, or should police have continued looking at Brits? Could it have been Holly's ex-boyfriend, as I mentioned at the start, who was cleared, but that she had a restraining order against? And 
who would later be convicted on kidnapping charges in relation to someone else. Oh, wow. Or was it someone else entirely? Um, I'm not sure I can say who I think abducted and killed Holly after this episode. There's so many options and reasonable mm. doubt and conflicting evidence yeah. to me. Um, and I'm not saying that Jason, Shane, Zach, and, um, oh God, the, uh, what's his name? Jason, Zach, Shane, and Dylan. Dylan sorry. <laughs> Brain blank then. I'm not saying that they are good people. Um, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in jail for some of the things that they have done. Mm. But can I confidently say that I believe that they were the right men to be convicted in Holly's disappearance and murder? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. They are the people that were convicted. But I don't know where my views on it Mm -hmm. are, to be fair. All, as I said, I know is that three men were convicted for it and hopefully justice has been served and that the guilty parties are in jail and not more, not necessarily innocent, but innocent in this case, lives being affected. Yeah. It's such a sad case. Yeah. And, yeah, so confusing, really. There's no clear answer in my mind. I don't see how you could convict someone beyond a reasonable doubt with the evidence that we, the public, have been given and yeah. the facts that we know. Yes, like perhaps there was other stuff in the trial that we aren't privy to, or I don't know how that works. But Can... the trial was televised. Ah, so it should all be public um, Nothing knowledge. concrete, as far as I could dig up, as far as other people have tried to mm. dig up, was ever really presented that does show it beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. But the jury were convinced. Yes, the jury ruled, and that is what the law law states now is the case. I do think if the prosecution and the state feel that the correct people are in prison, when it comes to cases like this, where there is such conflicting opinions, Mm -hmm. that a retrial if you're confident that you have done your due diligence and the right people are in jail then have that retrial yeah yeah hard one yeah Yeah. it is yeah yeah really interesting thank you um there we go hopefully everyone else enjoyed it yeah (laughs) for want of a better word yes Um, and yeah, 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 go enjoy your weeks. Um, yeah. I'm thinking I might take you up on the offer of a lift to the garage because yes, it's been it's raining. It's raining now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And we will catch you in a week. Yeah. Excellent. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.